Greetings. I welcome you to chapel this morning in the hope that Christ is coming to make all things new. I light this lamp in light of this hope and so that we may sense God's presence here among us as we are gathered. This morning, we as Ministry Inquiry Program participants invite you to join us in stories and worship to the God who is worthy. I invite you to stand and turn with me to hymn number six in your blue hymnal here in this place. now invite you to join us in a responsive reading. After we read each section, 
I invite you to respond with the phrase, Christ is coming to make all things new. Among the poor, among the proud, among the persecuted, among the privileged, Christ is coming to make all things new. In the private house, in the public place, in the wedding feast, in the judgment hall, Christ is coming to make all things new. With a gentle touch, with an angry word, with a clear conscience, with burning love, Christ is coming to make all things new. That the kingdom might come, that the world might believe, that the powerful might stumble, that the hidden might be seen. Christ is coming to make all things new. Within us, without us, behind us, before us, in this place, in every place, for this time, for all time. Christ is coming to make all things new. What do you think of when you hear the word hospitality? Well, some words and phrases that jump into my mind are food, a welcoming attitude, and a warm environment. Hospitality is one thing that especially characterized much of my ministry inquiry experience this past summer at East Goshen Mennonite Church. I grew to see God in fresh new ways through the hospitality of the two pastors I worked with in many different ministering roles, through the hospitality of my host parents who welcomed me into their home and fed me far too much food, through the hospitality of specific members in the congregation who encouraged me to continue using my gifts in a church setting, and through the hospitality of the entire congregation who welcomed and encouraged me to participate in preaching, worship leading, music leading, and worship planning. One specific story of hospitality especially sticks into my memory. On my first Sunday as an official ministry inquiry program intern, Pastor Merle introduced me to the congregation and also mentioned to the members that they should have me and Mary over for a meal sometime during the summer, or even take us along on a family vacation. Immediately following the service, an older woman living at Greencroft named Esther Yoder came up to me with the offer to host me for a meal once a week for the entire summer. Esther opened her generous arms of hospitality and friendship to both Mary and I. Thursday noon became a time during the week that we especially looked forward to. Not only for the warm soup that Esther was bound to serve, but also for the friendship and wonderful conversations that went along with the delicious food. Esther not only offered food and a comfortable place to sit and eat, she also offered herself, her life, her experiences, and her stories. I learned of Esther's past life as a teacher, as well as her present passion to support those in service and in ministry. Esther showed me the face of Christ through her generosity. So, what do you think of when you hear the word hospitality? I can still identify several words and phrases, but one that now sticks in my mind is Esther Yoder. Through my summer ministry inquiry experience, I found Christ in the hospitality and the generosity of God's people. Christ is coming to make all things new.
This summer, I worked at Methacton Mennonite Church in Norristown, PA. The church is tiny, only about 30 people attend regularly. Despite this, there is a pastoral team of three people, all who work part-time. I had a great time this summer, and there is one story in particular that sticks out to me. I found out a few weeks into my internship that the last Sunday of July, all three pastors would be gone on vacation, which meant that I would preach that week. I actually enjoy preaching, so I was happy to do that. I found out about three weeks before that Sunday, though, that a regular worship leader was going to be on vacation that week, as well as any potential lay leaders in the church. We only have, since we're such a small congregation, one worship leader, and when he wasn't there, one of the pastors usually stepped in, but none of them were going to be there either, so we had to figure something out. As it happened, Andrea Crable did MIP this summer at a church close by, and so my pastor asked her to come and lead worship, which she did. The day before the service, everything was planned. The songs were picked, worship was outlined, my sermon was written, and I was pretty nervous, but I consoled myself with the fact that since half the church was on vacation, there would only be about 15 or so people there. Saturday night, I got a call from Andrea. She was sick, but she would try to still make it on Sunday and lead worship. Strangely enough, in this situation, I was very calm, which I would not expect of myself. After talking with Andrea on the phone, I prayed and then decided that I should have a backup plan in case Andrea was too sick to come to church. Um, so I called a woman from the church and asked her if she would be willing to read scripture and prayer and explain the situation, and she was more than happy to, to uh to read a couple um, pieces of scripture and pray and um, do the sharing time. So she agreed and I was completely at peace. I trusted that all things would work out well. Andrea was able to lead worship that Sunday and I preached and everything went really well. The funny thing was, while I was only expecting about 15 or so people, we had the summer record for highest attendance that Sunday. 45 or 50 people were there most of them visitors, but some members that had been traveling for several months um, were moved back into the area and friends of the church as well. Andrea and I got such positive responses from all of the visitors and the regular members, and it was beautiful to see the way God worked through the service, despite the fact that it was planned and run by two rookies. This was a story of trust for me. Trust that God knows what God is doing and that things work out. Christ has come to make all things new. I invite you to please turn in your Sing the Journey to number 61, How Can We Be Silent? And please stand, number 61.
summer, I also served at Norris, in Norristown at Norristown Nueva Vida New Life Church, right outside of Philadelphia. The neighborhood the church was in and where I lived down the block was one of the most diverse settings I've ever been in. And last minute, um, focal point here, I tried to pull that together, representing um, cans of food and different cultures and different colored fabric. It was just a great mix of people. Each day, I smelled the Chinese takeout across the street, woke up to the sounds of rap, R&B, merengue, and the occasional country song as the traffic stalled past my bedroom window. I spoke some Spanish almost every day as the customers at the thrift store where I worked were often Im recent immigrants, and I saw the neighborhood kids playing double dutch, hopscotch, in the streets. The Mennonite church there was also a reflection of this great diversity. It was once three congregations, a Hispanic, mostly African-American, and a white church that combined to form one church about 18 years ago. Um, so you had all these different streams of worship styles and cultures mixing. In it, I saw the true body of Christ with all its varied yet needed parts. From my first day in Norristown, I felt welcomed not only into the church, but also the community. I received warm hugs and would often find gifts of fresh produce randomly on my kitchen table. In a part of town that many people labeled as hood, violent and full of drug dealers and prostitution, I discovered the living presence of God. Each day was full of aha moments when I would see God in a new way. I worked a couple days a week at the Mennonite Central Committee thrift store, and I was often at the front register, which was a new thing for me, sorting jewelry and attending to customers. One customer I came to know was Tammy. She had some emotional problems and wasn't able to hold a regular job. 
Like many of the people who came to the store, she was a very frequent visitor. I wondered at first why some people came to the thrift store so regularly. I didn't think it was that exciting of a place. But over time, I came to see that Crossroads Gift and Thrift was more than just a store for some of these people. It was a place of hospitality where people could find a caring person to listen and give advice and friends to help them when in need. Tammy asked one day to join the volunteer staff in the seemingly mundane tasks of sorting clothes and silverware, Tammy found joy in serving. She made sure every person was welcomed and felt at home. Her love was shown tangibly in her quiet, dedicated work. By the end of the summer, as I walked around the town, I was often greeted by people with whom I had made connections and friendships, be it the man who owned the Mexican supermarket across the street, or other neighborhood children. In places that had seemed foreign and unattractive at first, I discovered my need to love humbly all, just like Tammy did. In turning my vision more and more to God, I saw God living around me and within me, in sudden rain downpours, in the laughter of three-year-olds, in sharing breakfasts with homeless people once a week, in outdoor worship services, in recognizing faces and saying hello to people as I walked all around the town. Amidst the suffering of life, Christ has come to make all things new. And as you go off to finish your midterms or go off to break, I invite you to go in the peace of Christ. Let's send, sing our sending song, um, Sing the Journey, number 78, Sizo Ambanaye. And we'll sing it, you can stand as well, we'll sing it once in the native language, then in English, and then on the next time in English, you're welcome to leave as you choose. <laughs> 